In Jesus' name. Amen. 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 You may be seated. Praise the Lord. Amen. This is another day, another opportunity to, to worship our God and worship our King. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hmm. God is so good to us, through us, and for us. Amen. Amen. And we've been talking about lately the name of Jesus. We've been talking about the name of Jesus, the name of Yeshua, Emmanuel, amen, the Son of God. And we've been talking about that name, and I'm going to talk about a little bit why the name of Jesus is important. Why is it important for us to, to know the name, to be in relationship with, with God? It's so important. I mean, the Bible tells us so much about it when we begin to study the Word of God. And so we want to thank God that we are really born in this dispensation instead of Instead of being born under the old law, the old, uh, uh, the, the rules and regulations and things of that nature, we are blessed people. Okay. If you begin to study the things that, that happened under the old dispensation, Amen. what happened and what was going on, and you know, so these things are so important to, 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 to know those things and to recognize what God has done through, through Jesus Christ. Amen? Amen? Amen. The Bible tells us some things in, in the scripture. Is let's go look at John chapter 117. Let's go to John chapter 117. This will be my intro this morning. John chapter 117. Hallelujah. This is what it says in John chapter 117. It says, is everybody there yet? Okay. It says, uh, 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 for the law was given through Moses, but grace and truth came through Jesus Christ. The law was given by Moses, but, but grace, there's something, something after that, but grace and truth came by Jesus Christ. It came by him. Grace, when, when, that means when Moses showed up, that means he showed up the law. That means when Jesus showed up, he showed up with grace. With grace and truth. And the Bible says, what did the truth do? The truth will set you free. And many people are still abounding under the law. They haven't gotten a hold of the truth yet. So they're still under the law. He says, but, but grace, what is grace? God's unmerited favor. When it should have been one way, God, Jesus made it another way. When he showed up, it should, it should have been one way. He showed up with grace and truth. But the Bible says Moses, when Moses was given by, by the law, was given by Moses. But grace and truth came by Jesus Christ. So when, when, when grace is there, that means his mercy is there. That means his favor is there. His unmerited favor. When you should have went to hell, he made a way so you get to heaven. Now you don't have to work so hard to get there. Grace and truth came by Jesus Christ. Amen. And let's look at another scripture. I want to show you this and give you the story how grace and truth come. Many people think that they got to do everything. They got to in the beginning. They got to know God before God's favor show up on them and all this kind of stuff. We should think that, you know, like, you know, before, before God be good to you, you got to be good to God. That's right. That's God showed up to you before you ever knew him. And I'm, I'm going to prove it in the scripture. Let's go to John chapter 5. John chapter 5. John chapter 5. I'm going to start at John chapter 5. I'm going to start at verse 5. I want to show you this story here. This is so powerful. Many people think that they really got to just be so... I mean, this, this story, it... It's full of so many other stories. And this is what it says. It says, now a certain man was there who had an infirmity for 38 years. Now the place they were at was supposed to be of the pool of Bethesda, where grace and, and you know, mercy and all this kind of stuff supposed to be and all this kind of stuff. Had, uh, 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 and it said, I'm sorry, let me, start, let me go back for, for, let me go back further. I'm sorry, verse 1. So uh, John chapter 5, verse 1. I'm going to show it there. Yes, yes. All right? 
He says, after there was a feast of the Jews, and Jesus went up to Jerusalem. Now, now there in Jerusalem by the, by the sheep gate of a pool, which is called in Hebrew Bethesda, having five porches. And in these lay a great multitude, they lay a great multitude of sick people. I'm reading from the, the King of uh, the New King James Version. I'll read a little different. It's the same, the same thing. Sick people, blind, lame, paralyzed, waiting for a moving of the water. When the water was moving, that way the people could be healed. And, and for the angel, and an angel went down at a certain time into the pool and stirred up the water. And whosoever stepped in first, everybody say first. First. That means you had to be first, you had to be the first one, you had to be, you know, all these things you had to be first. You yeah, but Jesus changed that when he showed up. It says, and after the stirring of the water was made well, it was made well of whatsoever disease he had. Of whatsoever disease or whatever diseased you, it was healed. Because of what he did. It says, now a certain man was there who had an infirmity for 38 years. Think about it. We complained for 38 minutes. He had an infirmity for 38 years. It says, and when Jesus saw him lying there and knew he had already been, had been, been in that condition a long time, he said unto him, do you want to be made well? You think about it. Somebody asked you that. You've been there for a day. I already know. Do you want to be made well? See, he wanted the man to speak something. Yeah. So I'm telling you something. Everything coming out of your mouth, you got to get pulled the nuggets. Right. Do you want to continue to be poor? Right. Do you want to continue to be broke, right. busted, and disgusted? Right. Do you want to continue to be sick? Do you want to continue to be depressed? All of these things now, do you want to continue to say, yeah, okay, I'm just going to work on this job the rest of my life, the job that I really hate, I'm just here for the money, it gives me a chain to pay my bills. That ain't living a fulfilled life. That's not living a fulfilled life, but, but everything is on you. It ain't up to God, everything is on you, because God has already empowered you. He said he has given to me all things that, that pertain to life in godliness. Life in godliness. Life in God, he has already given us everything that pertains to life in Godliness. He's already given it to us. He says, he says, he told him, he says, do you want to be made well? I'm telling you something, there's so many stories in this story. I, I, you know, I hope I can come out and show you. When I see it, when I see some things when I'm reading this, I'm going to try to give you everything that I got, everything I pulled out of this. I'm going, to, it's going to talk. It's going to talk about the church people. It's going to talk about them. It's going to talk about you know what you know. God asking you a question. You still talk about your problems. You know, God. You still talk about your problems. You know, well, Lord, you know they don't treat me way. This man, he's kind of deep in the way. This is what he said. And the sick man answered him, Sir, I have no man to put me in the pool. When, when after the water stirred up for a while, I, I'm coming. Another steps in before me. Same thing, that's how the church is. You know, you know they, they want to be first. You know, they see you lying there. Kid, they you. They got some other issues. At least they can walk. They stepped in before him, and he's lying and can't move. They didn't help him. See, that's not grace. And some don't want to help them. You know, some don't want to help This man, this man was lying, and he wanted to be helping things, but everybody stepped in before him. We're going to use that scenario. Everybody stepped in before him. Do you want to be made well? The man wanted to be made well, but he kept saying, he said, he said Lord, and the sick man answered and said, Sir, I have no man to put me in the pool. When the water stirred up while I am coming, another steps down before me. There ain't no grace. You know, after 30 years, I mean, I mean, just something, maybe just rolled or something. You know, but the thing is, but the man, he could not move. But the, but the thing is, the, the point here is that, that, that there's not a place, it wasn't a place of grace. The man was 38 years laying at the same, oh, that's got to be revelation. Some people remain in the same place. Amen. 38 years are, are too long to be there. Like, I, that's why I always ask you this question here. The most important question, you, the two most important days in your life are this. Other than Jesus Christ. The two most important days are this. Are the day that you find, the day you were born and the day that you find out why. Because many people never find out why they're here. And you find out why you're here, there's some great things that you can do with your life. Because God is putting you for just, just, just to be here, just meandering in the earth. 
Well, I'm here just waiting when Jesus come back. He's coming back soon. Come on, Lord, come on in the morning. You gotta ask yourself, man, why am I here, Lord? Why am I here? Why am I here? You're here for, for a purpose, created for a purpose. Oh, but His grace. His grace, that's like the Bible said, the kingdom of God, like you're talking about, uh, uh, like this here, the guy, uh, uh, he comes and he gives one gift to this person, and two gifts, uh, and then five gifts to another, because he wants them to fulfill something in the earth realm, not to go and marry it. His grace is much more important than that. But he says, do you want to be made well? And the sick man answered, sir, I have no man to put me in the pool. When the water stirred up, uh, but a while I am, while I am, he said, while I am coming, while I am coming, another steps in down before me. The point is, this man was trying to get there because he said, while I'm coming, somebody steps in before me because you had to be first. Yeah. They had to wait on the water for to be stirred up, number one. And then somebody said, hey, wait, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, man. You can keep on crawling, going to get up back here, you know, I, I got to get in here. See, there's a lot of selfish believers as well. And he says, another step down before me. And Jesus said, arise, take up your bed, and walk. And immediately the man was made well. Let me tell you something. When grace and truth shows up, you ain't got to be first. Yes. When grace and truth shows up, y'all, you, you got to just be there. be there. Just be there. And you be there, I mean, he, he will make you well. He says, and immediately, it, immediately the man was made well. Yes. I'm telling you something. I don't know, like I said, it like goes back to what we said before. Many people, uh, they want things that to drop down from heaven on them. They have that mindset, they need a paradigm shift. They need to change their thinking. When you change your thinking, you change your life. It's not just going to happen, it's what you do with the gifts that if God has empowered you, he, that means that, that, that power needs to be released. That's why the word of God said he can do exceedingly, abundantly, above all that, that you can ask or think. But he says the prerequisite is this, according to the power that abides in you. There's no excuse. Do what you have with what you got. Use what you have. You, you know, like the lady you know, was in the house and her husband died and she thought, you know, the, 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 the prophet's going to take care of her. He said, what do you have in your house? Well, I only have this one jar. Okay, this is what you do. Go bar, you know. That, you know, if you got that, that one thing, do something with that. When you do something with what you have, more will come. I'm telling you. Sometimes people ignore the Bible, but don't despise the small things. That's right. Some people, you know, I have, you know, I just got a, you know, I, you know, I didn't, I didn't graduate from high school. Henry Ford didn't even go to high school, and didn't go to college. Mm -hmm. You know, the, the massive thing that y'all ever hit was you driving. Is really because of Henry Ford and the other guy, I can't think of his other, the other guy's name. But what I'm saying is you gotta look at what you have. He says, Arise, take up your bed and walk. It's so many stories. I'm not gonna try, I'm just gonna do it, I'm just gonna do it. I'm just gonna just, just talk about it. I'm not gonna try to be structured today, I'm just gonna just flow with this, just go with the flow. Arise, take up your bed and walk, and meet the man uh, that, that was made well, took up his bed and walked. And that day was the Sabbath day. See, on the Sabbath day, these things wasn't supposed to happen. But you know what I'm saying? People don't care about your healing. The only thing is care about religion and structure. And check this out. And the Jews therefore said to him, who, who, was, who was cured? He said, it's the Sabbath. It's not, it's not long for to take up and carry your bed. They didn't care about the man was made whole. That's been like 38 years. They didn't care about that. Only, I would have been like, man, you walking? Man, you know, you know what I'm saying? They, they, was, they were concerned about that. They only wanted to, to just, they, see, that, that was no grace, that was, that was the law. Remember, Moses, about the law, Moses brought the law. But grace and truth came by Jesus. The law was the Sabbath, you know, you got to do it this way, and this way, the law was like just religion. You got to do it this way, okay, you know, you, your dress got to be this, kind of or you need, and just all this kind of stuff, just you know, all this structured stuff. But he says, but he said, the Jews therefore said to him what was cured, it, it, was, it was a Sabbath, and it is not lawful to carry your bed. And he answered. Then they, they asked him, who? He answered them, who made, was well said, take up your bed and walk. Then, he, then they, they asked him, who is the man who said to you, take up your bed and walk? Take up your bed and walk. But 
the one who was healed did not know who he was. That's what I'm saying. You don't really have to see people that Jesus is really this time. You got to know Jesus. If you know Jesus, he'll do this for you. He'll heal your body. He'll do it for you. Then you'll know, like, God, it was God. Then when you know him, you say, man, because I was healed, you may not know it the first time. That's why you got to have some grace and truth when you meet people. Don't have people that are forced to buy on people. You got to go before you get healed. Brother, you got to know Jesus. You're different. I mean, the key thing is you, you, you try to be the Holy Ghost. You see, all you say, God loves you. God's good. God is healing your body. All right. And they, they may not even know. All they have to do is have a desire to be healed. Yes. A desire to be well. Yes. But we're trying to be the, the Father, Son, and the Holy Ghost. We're trying to uh, sow the seed, plant the water, and, you know, and bring the increase too. The Bible says God brings the increase. The Bible says some plant, yes. some water. But God does the increase. Let the Holy Ghost do that. You plant your seed and go on by your business. You got to worry about, I'm going to see if they get it. I'm going to see if they get it. That was my name you mentioned. Some people that you witness to, that their lives will change, you, you may not never see them again. Amen. That's all. Amen. That's why. Some people may not never see them, but sometimes people worry about, you know, like, uh, 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 you know, I'm, I'm going to pay for their food today. I want them to know I did it. I want them to know I did it. You know, no, just go ahead and do it and you leave and don't worry about that. You just sort of see and let their lives be changed. We're talking about, we're talking about, this is all part of the name of Jesus. What he has given us. Why is it important to know the name of Jesus? And, and, let me go ahead on. Wait, 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 okay. He take up the man and walk. Then, then they answered, they asked him, who is the man who said to you, take up your bed and walk? But one, but, but the one who was healed did not know, did not know who he was. And Jesus had withdrawn the multitude. Uh, being, being that, that in that place. This is other scripture looking for. It is okay. Okay. Where are we? Okay, I got it. But 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 the one who's healed. Okay, then it says, and afterwards, I'm third verse thirteen. But one who was healed did not know who he was. Sometimes you may even know, I mean, God's grace has delivered you and has set you free, has uh, put you in a great place, has protected you as you drive them. Those, those, those highways, the highways are dangerous, and the people that's driving the highways, that's where the danger comes in. I'm driving down these dangerous highways. The highways are not dangerous. You're not saying driving down the dangerous streets. The streets are not dangerous, the people on the streets. It says, who healed him? He says, da, 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 da. okay. But the one who was healed did not know who he was. And Jesus had withdrawn the multitude being in that place. There were so many people there, so Jesus just snuck out the place. But check this out. I'm telling you, so that's what I say. His grace and mercy will show up first. And that didn't know him later on. That's the next verse. Verse 14. And afterwards, Jesus found him in the temple. Jesus found the man. In the temple. Now, I don't know if he's looking for the man or he's bumping into the man in the temple. He found him in the temple and, and said to him, See, uh, you have been made well. Sin no more. At least a worse thing come upon you. And the man, the man departed and told the Jews that was that Jesus who had made him well. See, the man still snitched on Jesus. I'm telling you how his grace and his mercy is. The man still went up then says, and after that, then the man departed and told the Jews. That Jesus, who had made him well, and for this reason the Jews persecuted Jesus and sought to kill him because he had done these things on the Sabbath. On the Sabbath, religion. The Bible says that the latter kills. Praise the Lord. The Bible says that the latter kills, but the Spirit gives life. This, the old laws will kill you. And people in church should live by the law. You know, they, they don't know it because the Bible says, uh, my people perish because of lack of knowledge. They don't know. They don't know the truth. And I'm going to show you something else. From, uh, this ain't part of my notes. But I'm telling you, everything I tell you, it connects with the word of God. When I'm talking about something, it connects with the word. If the latter kills, but the spirit of life, sometimes people want to hold on to it. They want to hold on to it. Grab on you. Ooh, Lord Jesus, I go to that church. Grab on my turn on our grave. But our grave will be spirit, like I'm in the casino. <laughs> you know, you know, I'm telling you, she will be spinning. <laughs> I'm sorry. 
I felt them already. I felt them. <laughs> I need Brother Paul today, y'all. I need Brother Paul. I need Brother Paul. <laughs> Praise the Lord. I'm you know, some, I'm people don't change because of what, you know, what grandma. Like I told you about the lady was coming here, you know, enjoy church. You know, we'll come over here, you know. She's like, you know, I think lady's in her 40s. But you know, I want to be, I want to, you know, I want to be buried with, with you know, with an old church. You know, you die, you put you in a garbage bag. Oh, you know, like, you know, you, you, you won't know. You know, that's that kind of foolish talk. But many people have been raised that way. It's funny, but it's not funny. Many people have been embedded to think that way. Many of you have been better to think that way, condition in their minds, and that's why they'll never change. Until you make a paradigm shift, it's, it's, it's the paradigm is basically when you get something in your subconscious mind, that's how you begin to think, think, think. Uh, uh, you can you gotta renew your mind. You gotta constantly renew your mind, even when you're not acting upon it. You gotta start speaking things that that that, that don't exist yet. You gotta start speaking to yourself on a daily basis. I'm changing. Things will not continue to be this way. I will not always be broke. I will always not be on this path. I will not, you know, I will always not, I will not be sick all the time. I'm, you know, you have to start speaking life to your life. If you don't, things will always be the same. Things will always stay the same. And so, like I said, they, they are departed. Okay, well, how, how do they get there? I don't know, but I got there somehow. Yeah, but it's, it's very important to, the Jews saw to kill him because he did something on the Sabbath day. I'm talking about getting, getting under the law. The law is not going to set you free. Only his grace was going to set you free. His grace will set you free. His grace is going to set you free. The, like I said, the latter kills, but the spirit, it gives life. The Bible says that. Moses brought the law, the letter of the law. That thou should not, thou should not, thou should not. I do understand the quote, unquote, Ten Commandments and things. We're not under the, the Ten Commandments like it, like it is. Because if you keep on reading the things that you broke with those Ten Commandments, these are the things that will, that will happen to you. Yes. It looks good in a religious point of view, but the thing is, the Bible says he delivers from the law, from the curse of the law. For where the law was, there was a curse. I'm trying, I'm trying to go to this other place. Let's see how I'm going to do with the time that I do have. Let's go to the book of Hebrews. Somewhere in Hebrews. Somewhere. Let's go to the book of Hebrews chapter 9. Ah, the letter kills. But the spirit gives life. Jesus, help me go to family. Hallelujah. Mm. This is what's happening with the law. Hebrews chapter 10. What's that? Hebrews chapter 10, verse 1. Uh, it's a scripture I have in my mind. I'm going to find it. It's going to come to me in time. It's going to come to me in the time I need it. Amen. But I'm going to start here. I'm talking about what happens in the law. I don't have time to do a whole lot of teaching on it, but this is going to be an intro to where I'm going with this. Hebrews chapter 10, verse 1. For the law having a shadow of good things to come. This is why we need the name of Jesus, the authority is authority. He says, the law of good things, good things to come. And the very image of the things can never, with these same sacrifices, which they offer continually, year by year, make those who approach perfect or mature. For then would they have not ceased to be offered. They have continually offered that could make you clean. If they can make you perfect, if they can make you mature by offering sacrifices, bulls and goats and heifers and all this kind of stuff. He says, he says, for the worshiper once purged would have had no more consciousness of sins. Because the Bible says we have been delivered from sins. We have been delivered from what he did on the cross. All our judgment went to the, to the cross. I'm going through this. But in those, in those sacrifices, there is, there, there, is, there is a reminder of sins every year. See, what was happening was that the priest offered the sacrifice for your sin, that had to be done every year. Every year he had to carry those blood. You think about how the people was versus how the priest there was. All those people, and you know, they was full of sin. Sacrifice, bulls and goats. You think they can keep their clothes clean? Blood offered had to be offered in blood. This had to be done. Every year. There was always conscious, there's always a consciousness of their sin. 
This is what the Bible says. But in those sacrifices, there is a reminder of sins every year. Verse 4 says, For it is not possible that the blood of bulls and goats could take away sins. You know, he says, Therefore, when he came into the world, he said, Sacrifice and offerings you did not desire. You did not desire that. But it had to be offered. A, blood, a body had to be offered. But a body you have prepared for me. And burnt offerings and sacrifices for sins. And you had no pleasure. Then I said, Behold, I have come in the volume of the book. It is written to do your will, O Lord. And Jesus didn't want to cross, but he said, You know what? He said, But, 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 but your will be done. Your will be done. See, and many people, when you start to read the book of Hebrews, if y'all start reading, if you read Hebrews chapter 8, 9, and 10, God will give you some revelation. He's telling you, He will free your mind from how you've been thinking. You know, oh Lord, I'm going to put hell out of them. You got that from the churches that you are going to. You didn't get that from the Word. He says, in previously saying, sacrifices and offerings and burnt offerings for sin you did not desire, nor had pleasure in them, for which were offered according to the law. It was offered according to the law. If you were, still, if you were under the law, living under the law, you had offered sacrifices. That's it. But he wasn't pleased with those sacrifices. And then he said, Behold, I come to do thy will, O God. He takes away the first that he may establish the second. Take away. He did what with it? He took it away. And if he took it away, it doesn't exist anymore. But they didn't want you to believe that. They want to stay where they were in the first place. Okay, he says, by, by that will, will we, have, we have been sanctified through the offering of the body of Jesus Christ. What? How many times? Once. How many times you got to go? Once. One time. He says that by that we have been what? We have been what? Sacrificed. We have been sanctified. By what we have been what? Sanctified. Sanctified will come how fast you dance, like I told you before. Amen. How fast you spin around and do the backflips in church. That's not sanctified. We have our own dresses and stockings you can't see through. That does not sanctify you. You were sanctified by, by that will we have been, have been. What's have been is what? Past tense. You have been sanctified. You, you have been sanctified. Through what? Through the offering of the body of Jesus Christ once and for all. And the devil wants you to think you have to be sanctified then. Would you just think that you had to get your eyes off Jesus? You forget about what he did. You don't think about what you, what you did. Oh, I'm saying that. I'm thinking that. And many people say, ask him, what, what do you mean by like you say you think about it? I'm saying that to the blood of Jesus, to the offer what he has done. This is what he said. He said, I'm going to read to you again. By that will we have been sanctified through the offering of the body of Jesus Christ. When he went to the cross, that's how we're sanctified. What he did on the cross, that's what I was saying. Right? When he was lifted up on that cross, the Bible said he drew all men unto him. He drew all men judgment unto him. He sanctified us. And not we ourselves. We have we to do it, but he's already done it. He's already done it. What verse was that? Okay. 11. 10. Through the offering of the body of Jesus Christ once once and for all. You need to keep going back. Oh, well, you know, I missed it today, so I gotta go back and get saved again. I just wouldn't think that way. Oh, you ain't saved yet, brother, because you know, you ain't saved yet. Look at you, you ain't saved yet. Dave, you don't gotta understand what saved means. When you really understand what saved means, saved don't mean just you, you got a fire escape from heaven. Saved means come from the word satiria sozo. And I tell you these Greek words because it means something. Saved means healing, deliverance. And uh, all these other things of victory, prosperity, I'm going to show you the scripture too. It's so in Colossians, I'm going to show you that. What he's done. What is all through Christ, what Christ has done. He has delivered you. He has, he, you can't deliver yourself. He delivered you. And I'll keep reading on here too. It says, for every, uh, verse 11, for every high priest stand ministering daily and offering repeatedly the same sacrifices, which can never do what? Take away sin. These sacrifices can't take away sin. If you know that sacrifice can't take away sin, you can't take away your own sin. He says, but this man, but this man, 
offered one sacrifice for, oh my goodness, you, I want y'all to read your Bible. This is what he says, okay? What does it say? He says, but this man, after he did what? Offered a what? Sacrifice. One sacrifice for sin, how many times? Forever. Two times? Forever. 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 He sat down and ran God. Okay, for example, when you finish work, what do you do? Most cases, you're going to sit down. When you have a hard day's work, you're going to go home most of the time and sit down. That means it's, it's complete, it's done. When God finished creating and saying, uh, uh, let there be this, God, the Bible said God rested. Because he rested, because he was completed. When Jesus said, told him, let us go to the other side, what did he do? He went down in the bottom of the book and went to sleep. I don't care, the storms can come, hell can break all loose, but we go into the other side. He rested in what he said. But he said, he says, but this man, after he offered once, one sacrifice, one sacrifice for sins forever. He did what? He sat down at the right hand of God. From that time, waited till the, the enemies are made his footstool. It says, it says, uh, 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 it says, for by one offering, he perfected forever those who did sanctified. Wait a minute, read that, y'all. I'm going to read this. I'm going to read this here. He says, but by one offering, he has perfected forever them that are saved, them that will be someday in the great power of God. By, by when you get all together, we start dancing in church, the audience playing. <clears throat> then you shout everything, then you sanctify, then you go get your long dresses, put them stocks where you can't see through, then you sanctify, then you dance around and start spinning around. That's praise and worship. Praise the Lord for that. But that does not sanctify you. Oh, we go to a sanctified church. That church is sanctified, that building is sanctified. No, no, no. You are sanctified by what he's already done. This is what your Bible says. When people start coming to other stuff, could you show me that in the Bible? I just play, I just play ignorant. Can you where in the Bible that? Can you show me that? And most of the time, when most people tell you they can't show you in the scripture. They can't show you. Well, well, well you know what? Well, my pastor did. No, don't, don't ever say what I say. Go, go show them in the word. That's why we teach the way we do. That's why we show you scripture. You are the understood subject, not me. You, when you're talking to people, you should know it. Because we show you right here. If you don't write it down, that's on you. If you don't take notes, that's on you. You know, hey, if you don't listen to this stuff, that's on you. That's your problem. I ain't got nothing to do with it. I'm free. Okay, where are you okay. now? I do love people, but I ain't, I, you know, after so much caring, I'm casting it back on you. No, no, it's you got to grow up now. It's your time to grow up. We're talking about this is why it's important to understand the authority and the name of Jesus, what he has done. That's why I did the song twice. I want you to hear the song. What verse we have, please? Going to 15. It says, I want to read verse 14 again because we need to see that again. He says, but, but by one offering, you understand, by one offering, and that offering was Jesus. When he went to the cross, that one Offering that one sacrifice, you gotta understand because in the old testament there were many sacrifices that had to be offered up, and they had to offer those sacrifices many times. But Jesus says, that one offering, one time, one time he sanctified you by what he did on the cross. One offering, he was he was perfected forever, those who are being sanctified. He says, But the Holy Spirit also a witness to us, and after he had said before. This is a covenant that I will make with them. Them after those days, says the Lord. I will put my laws into their hearts. In their minds, I will write them. And then he adds, their sins and lawless deeds, I will what? Remember no more. Jesus will remember what you did yesterday. No I know what you did last night. <laughs> he said, remember, this is what the word says. That goes back to casting to the sea of forgiveness. Yes, yes. Who? He says, I remember no more. He says, now where there is, is remission of these, there is no longer an offering, and an offering for sin. He says, there's what? There's no longer an offering for sin. I'm going to show you what people get stuff messed up. They'll take one scripture and they'll try to build a doctor off it and they miss it. They miss it. I don't know how many people heard this scripture. Uh, uh, whatever. He says, therefore, brethren, having boldness to enter into the holiest by the blood of Jesus. Not by the blood of bulls and goats and lambs and heifers and all this kind of stuff. They cannot take away sins. 
by a new and living way, which he has consecrated for us through the veil that is his flesh, and having a high priest over the house of God, let us draw near with a true heart, full assurance of faith. That means you believe God, Lord, it's because of you. And I'm thinking, Lord, I hope I get to my brother, so I want to as well. Okay. Having our hearts sprinkled from an evil conscience and our bodies washed with pure water. Let us hold fast to our confession of, of, of confession of our hope without wavering. Let us not, let us consider one another and disturb love and good works. Not forsaking the assembling ourselves. That's why it's important to come to church. He says, not forsaking this the sending ourselves together as the mount of sun is, but exhorting one another. So if you come to church in a place, you get a chance, the opportunity to exhort one another. Not just in church. We say to extend ourselves together. But most of the time, it's going to be in a physical assembly place. And it's going to meet at your house. You've got a group of people meet at your house and all this kind of stuff. Because you're constantly encouraging one another. Because some people give the phone and talk about the Bible. You meet stuff that, 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 that uh, girl, you know, you give me bad time. Ooh, I'll leave the Bible right, you know. There are things for you to pray about. All these things are happening and all this kind of stuff. That don't mean that that that, that Jesus is coming back tomorrow because there's been wars before. It ruled the wars years ago before you even got here. So your Lord, you should be you should be praying for these other countries. You should literally be praying, you know, uh, 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 for, for for Russia. You be praying that God you change the the person's authority's heart. You need to be praying for the other countries that they're they're attacking. We should be praying for these people. And so just watch the news and we look at that. No, you need to pray. Start speaking life. 2015 when that news don't say, Father God, I pray this thing cease in the name of Jesus. By the authority of your word. But having considered one another and to stir up, not forsaking the assembling ourselves together in, in the manner of some is, some, some just departed. And exhorting one another in a day so much more as you see the day approaching. Now check this out. Now, this will go along with what we said before. If you listen to what was said before, you will understand what we're ready to read now. Now, the Bible says, now, if we sin willfully, after we have received the what? The knowledge of the truth. What it says, there, there, remain no, there remains no more sacrifice for sins. And most people think they just said forgiveness. It says there is no more sacrifice for sins. He already was a great sacrifice. See, now you learn something. There is no more sacrifice for sins. See, me, see, brother, the Bible says you sin with me. After you have seen the truth, you know what the truth said. See, the truth was what he was talking about before in the previous scriptures that he was giving us about the blood of the lamb, the blood of the ghost, and the sacrifices, and the priest had offered. Then now he's telling you that. Now you're seeing with me. Because every time you sin, you're seeing with me. You know willfully what you're doing. You're like, whoa, how did I get here? How did I slap that person? How did you slap the willfully? Yeah, you want to. You know, in the world, how do I don't cuss that person out? You don't need it willfully. But see, see, they made me mad. That ain't about to make you mad. Madness is already in you. They just stir it up. It's up there, and you just say some things that you shouldn't say. How do I do this? You sin willfully. You don't tell how much how good God's grace is in mercy. Remember when Jesus told, okay, Frank, I'm going to tear down another thing what people say. So you got to be careful even when you use the scripture. You got to know how to use it to keep in the right context. You know what the Bible says? If you deny me, you mean before men, and I, you know, I would deny you before my Father which is in heaven. You got to keep that, that in the right context. You got to keep that in the right context. You got to think about Peter. He denied Jesus. Three times. Yeah. Then I only he cussed him out. He cussed him out. He cussed him out. And you know what? Jesus didn't, you know, think about it. Jesus didn't bring it to him. He said, he said Peter, the devil just desired to sit here as we pray for you. That your faith fail you not. Now, that don't mean you go cussing folk out and tell them that. Oh, Lord Jesus. Oh, they know. They give us a day. Oh, they go cussing people out. And the service station, they hands going so high, I'm going to cuss them out. You know, no, you don't do that. No, I'm, just saying, I'm, just, I'm just saying how his grace, how he loves us so much. And the midst, that's what the Bible says. Even when you steal your sins, he died for you. Gosh. Man, I'm telling you, we get in that word, it's so much truth that, well, I mean, just. The interest of his word, the Bible says, give it light. It gives revelation. It shows you some things. It shows you some things. And the Bible shows you some things. You start really seeing, then you'll see something else. And you say, God, this happened. This connects with this. But he says, now that we're seeing with me, there remains, he says, there is no longer remain sacrifice. 
You can go get a blood of gold if you want to. That's on you. You can save that gold and sell it and somebody can get something to eat off of it, but there ain't going to be no sacrifice. But see, many people, they don't get what that means. I was talking to somebody else not that long ago. They said, I ain't got a chance to really get to it. I said, okay, I'll just deal with them later on that. Because they, 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 you know, I know what church they come out of. I know how they teach. And so, I, you, know, when, you know, when he comes over to visit, you know, then I'm like, I'm just, I'm, I, just, I just know how to ask questions. You know, I said, man, you was talking about this here, what? What do you mean? But, you know, you know, when you get talking about it, I just said, well, I'm going to take it back in Scripture. Let's go back a few verses. This is what they were talking about. That he says, no more sacrifice for sin, not no more forgiveness for sins. There's a difference in forgiveness and a sacrifice. That's right. 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 right. That's right. That's right. That's right. So there's no other offerings. You can go do that if you want to. That's on you. You can save them bulls and goats and calves and all that kind of stuff. Now, you know, you're right to sell them and, you know, make you some money. But the thing is, but for a sacrifice, no more. And those sacrifices have to be clean. They can be not be wounded. They can not be damaged or abused or bruised or anything of that nature. That's right. It's, you know, so the thing is, they have to be a perfect sacrifice. And so but that's why he said, now if you sin with it. See, what, this, this is what happens after that. When people... Uh, uh, started looking for those sacrifices, this is what happens, this is what they do. But, verse 27, but certain fearful expectation of judgment, the look for judgment, the fire indignation, which will devour the adversaries. Anyone who has rejected Moses' law died without mercy on the testimony of two or three witnesses. You know, how much more punishment do you suppose will, will, uh, will be uh, thought worthy who have trampled the Son of God underfoot. That basically encountered the blood of the covenant which was sanctified a common thing and insulted the spirit of grace. Insulted the spirit of grace. When you act like that is, that is not important, you still trying to live under the law, you have insulted the spirit of grace. He said, they're going to see, that's what happened today. People, it's, it's the same way in a different way. He says, he says they're going to deal for judgment. Yeah, God is going to judge it. God is going to judge it. The Bible says that the children of God, we have been judged. We've been judged. Now, there will be a judgment seat, what you've done on this planet. But that you have been judged. The Bible tells us that. Church, the Bible says that yeah, judgment begins in the house of God. That is very true. That's very true. All right? And so why is it so important? I should say this other part of the next week, so I'm going to say this week, but I'm going to go dwell on this is where we are right now. But, but this is why we need to know truth. The law was brought by Moses, but grace and truth came through Jesus Christ. Grace and truth came through him. And see, the Bible says that after we have, that's what it says, uh, 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 now if we sin willfully after we have received, after you have received, see, many people have not received the knowledge of truth yet. They don't know it. They still go on what grandma and them said. My grandma was saying this here. My grandma, you know, I don't do like that today. Well, my grandma said, it ain't good to grandma was saying. You know, I said, you gotta, you gotta know yourself, study yourself, and so yourself approved. That's right, so you can rightfully divide the word truth. Many of you have not rightfully divided. So if some things are not for you, some things is. That's why I tell people, if you want to start reading your Bible, start reading the book of Matthew. Start reading those things and you see what happened in the Gospels. You know, uh, so I mean the new covenant of uh, 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 the gospel, Matthew, Mark, you can just start reading those things and you see what Jesus has done. The Bible says, yes, he didn't come to take away the law, but he came to fulfill it. Once it's fulfilled, there's no use for it anymore. It's still. The Bible says the law was your schoolmaster to bring you to Christ. Once you get to Christ, you, I mean, you got off the bus, you don't, you don't, you don't, you don't need, the, you don't need the, school, uh, the, uh, the schoolmaster anymore. See, many people, that's why many people are lost. That's why many people don't trust the Lord because they think God's out to get them. But He's the God of grace. I mean, His mercy. That's why we need the name of Jesus, the, the right. We, he has given us the right to use His name. He has given us the right to use it. He has given us the right to speak His name, His character. And so I'm going to read a couple of scriptures on, 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 in closing. Why is it important? Use the name of Jesus. Why is this important for us to? Let's go to first. Let's go to. Uh, uh, blah, 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 blah. Let's see what. Uh, hmm. 
John chapter uh, go to John chapter 1 for a minute. I'm going to Yep, so 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 be further back. Uh, John chapter two, one. I'm sorry, verse twelve. <clears throat> you remember, you remember he said that that after you have received the knowledge of the truth, okay. after you have what received the knowledge of the truth, there remains no more sacrifice for sins. And John chapter one verse twelve says this. John chapter one verse twelve. He says, but as many have what. Receive him. To them gave he the power to become the sons of God. And the word sons come from the word techno. It means the children of God. It don't mean male, females. It means the children of God. You got to understand how the language that they was writing at, at that particular time. He got given them the power to become the sons, sons of God. Even to them that what? Believe on his name. Do you believe on his authority? On his character, yes. on the rights. Because the Bible says, He has given you power, and I have given to you power. Yes. I have given to you power. Yes. And see, I'm telling you something, we got to start acting more confident. Mm -hmm. I don't care what you have or what you don't have. Because there's something that seem to have it, think they have it all, they don't. Amen. They're lost. Amen. There's some people that seem like they don't have nothing, they have it all. And sometimes people see that they don't have nothing to, at all, they, they don't act like it. Right. Y'all should walk in confidence. It's time out for this, this, this weak yeah. Christianity. You know, you know, there, brother. I'm just waiting on the Lord to come back and bless me. He's going to bless me one day. No, no, he bless you now. You are already blessed. You are empowered. Hmm. He has already done it for us. Now, tell us we go to the scripture that's in. Uh, but it says that, but as many as receive him, to them he gave power to become the sons of God, even to them that believe on his name. You gotta change, some of you, I'm telling you, some change, you gotta change, two things you gotta change. You gotta change the way you've been thinking, some of you gotta change the people you hang out with. And some of you hang out, you hang out with the wrong church people. All everything all the way down. Yeah, young Gary, yeah, he don't get them. He don't get them. God, they bitch the man. He don't get them. He don't get them. God, you know, God's grace shares on them just like he do on you. They start talking and stuff. Oh my gosh. Hmm. Yes, 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 yes. Hmm. Scripture, uh, mm. mm -hmm. Ephesians, Ephesians. Mm. Yes, yes, yes. We gotta know who we are in Christ. I'm telling you, we're gonna win. I'm telling you, so we gotta renew our mind. We gotta renew our thinking process. We have to renew our minds. Hmm. Yes. I'm gonna end with this scripture here. Let's go to Colossians chapter 12. I'm Colossians, sorry, Colossians chapter uh, uh, 1, verse 12. My apologies, Colossians chapter 1, verse 12. Verse 12. Colossians chapter 1, verse 12. Colossians chapter 1, verse 12. This is what it says. Giving thanks to the Father. Giving thanks to the Father. 
which has made us meet to be partakers of the inheritance. We have an inheritance. That's why the name is important. Of the saints in light. Verse 13. Who has what? Has is what? Past is, right? Who have delivered us from the power or the authority of darkness and has translated us into the kingdom of his dear son. He has delivered us from the power of darkness. Darkness means ignorance. I mean, look at the scripture. Darkness means ignorance. Uh, but have delivered us from the power of darkness and, and, and conveyed us into the kingdom of his dear son. We are in a new kingdom. We can think differently. That's why the Bible tells us in the book of Matthew to uh, 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 but first seek the kingdom of God and all his righteousness then all these other things we add because you have some knowledge. Amen. See, if you're not seeking the kingdom where the king has dominion, because you're a part of a new kingdom when you're born again. Yes. So you need to know what, it's like I said, it's like most of us go to jobs, we don't read the, the handbook, with the, you know, the policy, the handbook, okay, oh, I have these things, I have these rights here. And that's why you can't take advantage of something you don't know. You can't take advantage of something you don't know. That's right. That's you know what I'm saying? You know, ooh, a lot of things I can say, but you cannot take Advantage of stuff that you don't know. That's right. Oh, I didn't know that was in the handbook. Oh, I didn't know I, had, I can take this. I didn't know I had this much vacation time. I can go and do this. Like that. You, because you didn't read in your handbook. You go on over somebody saying that they, they didn't know the policy. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they don't know. They don't know what they should take off. You know, some, some situations are different. Some places are different things. But if you don't read the handbook, you'll never know. You need to know before you go. Realistically, you need to be asking questions. Well, how much uh, this? Okay. Well, what, what about this here? You know what I'm saying? You know, when we go just just we just do whatever you know, whatever you know, whatever you give me, you know, you know, you got to get to know where you're going though. If it's nothing, know it's nothing. If it's two, if you can only get two days off a year, know it. At least know it. Don't be ignorant. There's no excuse to ignorance. You have to know something. You need to know. Because in these days, you, you, I mean, let me tell you something, there's no excuse. The excuse is that you don't want to do what you need to do to know what you can know. You're more powerful than you think you are. That's right. You are more powerful than you think you are. Really? I won't be humble. I am humble, but I still want to know something. God said he, he created you to have dominion in the earth. Dominion. Not like, you know, you know, here I am. Well, you give me him. Okay. No. You got to change your mindset. You change your mindset, things change. Amen. You may close your Bibles. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah.